episode 71 of another jags podcast i'm here with uh my boy mike here tonight how you doing mike doing all right joey couldn't be here tonight we're gonna uh see how it goes without him yeah you know fortunately mike knows a lot about the running back position because that's what we're covering tonight on the podcast if you haven't yet followed us on the uh, on our twitter at another jags pod we're on facebook and instagram at another jags podcast we have to mention we are now a part of overtime media Ooh. Because you can find us on the Overtime Media Podcast Network. You can also find us on the Big Cat Country SB Nation Podcast Network. We're all over the place. Killing it. Killing it. I'd say we're killing it. You're doing well. But tonight we're going to talk about running backs. But before we get there, but we're sitting here watching the NBA draft lottery. And before we get to the running backs, Mike, you're a big Heat fan. Yeah. Thoughts on the Heat <laughs> pick? Oh, anytime you can pick the Whitey, you can't go wrong with that, so... What, who did I say? It, oh yeah, yeah. He reminds you of that. He reminds you of that guy that like is a fringe college player. I don't get it. I mean, I feel like it was re. It was like making up for the Devin Booker pick a few years ago. Pat Riley. Pat Riley. We trust. So you trust Pat Riley? You you keep a lot of heat like Pat Riley. Keep a lot of heat like Pat. Yeah, you know, so. I trust Pat Riley. Jesus. Um, and you know, I'm happy to see that they made a move for a shooter. Right? They need a shooter. I don't even know. He can shoot. But he can I mean, shoot. That's what he did. He's a spot-up shooter. Ugh. The Magic he, drafted he's, uh, ahead, Chuma Okiki. Yeah. I hear he has one knee right now. He, he tore his ACL in the last knee. game of the season. Good Lord. Uh, he he may be good in 2021, right? He's a 2021 20, guy, don't you think? If there's one thing that the GM of Orlando has shown, he loves those long athletic players, and he's done fairly well on them going back to his Milwaukee days. So, I mean, we'll see. Made the playoffs this year. Yeah, that was good to see. Yeah. He did not. They did not. No. No. Nope. Scrapping. All right, well, enough about that. Let's get to the running backs. Yeah. That's what people want to talk about. So we have some questions about the running backs. And if you don't know, this is a fan pod. We're fans. Uh, this is a fan show. We look to the fans for their comments. So if you have comments about the uh, position, send it to us on Twitter, and we'll make sure that we read it because we basically just want to be like a portal for y'all. And if you have questions, we'll talk about those things. And then we want you guys to interact on YouTube live. So we're on YouTube live. You can go back and watch our shows. You can interact with us live on YouTube. This is a late night show like we talked about. A lot of the questions, because our fans are, are smart. So they want to know questions about the running back depth. But before we get to the depth, does not the running back position go as Leonard Fournette goes? I mean, yeah, you don't spend a number four pick on a player. And but he's a couple years removed from that number four pick. Yeah. But still, it's a lot of capital you put in player. We gave Fowler a lot of time. We gave Joko a lot of time. That's, I mean, that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. So, how important is Fournette to this offense's success, in your opinion? I mean, you you heard uh, D. Filippo the other day. This offense is going to run through him. Uh, he's got to stay healthy. Uh, he's got to get that yards per carry up. But I I do believe in him. I wasn't a fan of the pick in general, picking a running back that high. But he's definitely got the talent. So Filippo said that the offense goes as Fournette, yes, yes, Fournette, Fournette goes. goes, but he got fired for not running the ball last year when he had Latavius Murray and Dalvin Cook. But so how much stock can you put that, into that? Does that not fall on the head coach, though? I keep hearing that from Minnesota fans. They keep chirping. Doug Marone's an offensive coach, and he said it himself. Every single call is going to go through his headset. So 
Yeah, I keep hearing that a lot from Minnesota. Yeah, but every fans. single call went through his headset last season, and the Jags play calling was suspect. Yeah, I guess Eagles game, how many straight times did we throw it? In yeah, game? it was like 30 or 30. 26, something I mean, like that. that's true. I mean, I've, I just think talk is cheap, and uh, I want to see what he really does. I mean, not to mention— I'm excited, though, honestly. Yeah, I think it just it depends on him staying healthy. I think that's kind of everyone's consensus is yeah. if Fournette going to stay healthy. But yeah. how do you think Fournette adjusts to playing in the shotgun the versus shotgun. being an ace single back type yeah. guy? With no fullback. We have no fullback. I saw that question. How, yeah. How are we going to do with no fullback on the roster? Yeah. And uh, we got to give credit to that guy if you're yeah. going to bring it up. So, so first of all, how do you think he'll do? We'll get to the fullback question in a second. Yeah. How do you think he'll do out of shotgun? Um, We've seen him catch the ball fairly well. Uh, going back to the playoff run in 20, uh, 2018, uh, he caught the ball well, surprisingly well. Um, Philipp, DeFilippo, I think he's going to do a lot of good things. You saw his offense last year in Minnesota. You saw what he did in, in Philadelphia. He's going to have some, I, I think Fournette's going to go pretty good this year, as long as he stays healthy. But so, out, of, out of the shotgun, I think he did, I think he'll do well. We've, I mean, we, his rookie year, he caught 400 yards receiving. I think it was like 300. I think yeah. he averaged like 20 yards a game receiving. Yeah. But he, yeah. So I mean, it's not bad. The question is from Angus Seymour, and he's at D- Das Gus. And he says, does not having a fullback on the roster make a big difference this year? Yeah. Um, Bohannon was pretty, I mean, he did pretty well. And, I mean, he did okay. Yeah. I, think, I think I saw his like first catch of the season was against the Colts week 10. Yeah, I mean, it goes a lot. I mean, a lot more goes into that. Just I know, but still, I mean, you would imagine that your fullback gets at least gets a catch before week ten, don't you? I mean, going back to twenty seventeen, he played a pretty big part. Okay, that that's fair. Yeah. But here's where I get hung up. See, the Jags run a zone blocking scheme, and really, for those of you that are unfamiliar with the zone blocking scheme, basically that just uh, the foundation of a zone blocking scheme is is footwork, blocking rules, communication among the offensive line, and as a whole, the zone blocking scheme is founded on principles of the offensive line either getting lateral or they're getting vertical and it's there's not a lot of pulling there's not a lot of identifying players as far as where you have to get to and reaching really the bottom line in in pass protection is just preventing uh, uh, penetration when you change that the the scheme's the same for the offensive line but for the running back it's different Mm -hmm. right like imagine being Leonard Fournette and think about all the runs he had at LSU yeah power yeah. yeah, behind the quarterback, yeah. getting the ball and just hitting a hitting a hole quick. Do you does that attribute to the th- what is it three point six yard per carry? No, because I don't get caught up on his yards yeah. per carry because that's all I ever hear. I mean, I know it's we, so stupid. We weren't fan. We weren't fans of the pick to begin with, but all I hear is that three point six, three point six. I mean, I think he had three point nine yards per carry yeah. in two thousand seventeen. Yeah. And I mean, what's yards per carry? If it's fourth and one, how many yards do you want Fournette to get? Yeah. And if it's if it's fourth and goal on the one yard line, how many yards do you want Leonard Fournette to get? Yeah. I don't give a crap how many yards per carry he has in that situation. Yeah. I want him to get into the end zone. Yeah. So that's why I think the yards per carry thing is so watered down. Don't, I think there's so many better stats than yards per carry. To me, it's how Still many... Still, I mean, that's pretty bad. <laughs> it's not ideal. Dude, you've we, seen, you've seen we bad, ran the dude to the ground. You've seen running backs do more with way worse offensive lines. Okay, let me ask you a question. If you're the Jaguars, Leonard Fournette goes down uh, week one with a hamstring injury. Which he did. He comes back week 10. Yeah. How many touches would you give Fournette in that game? But I mean, just answer the so question. He traded f- no, a listen, fifth round pick for Carlos Hyde. That's not what I'm asking. Okay, I'm asking you. You're the head coach of the Jags. 
I want you to put yourself in Marone's shoes. Your franchise running back pulled his hamstring week yeah. one. He comes back week 10. How many touches are you going to give him? But did he come back week 10, though? Yes. Okay. That was his first game back as a starter. His first game back healthy, okay. ready to go. How many touches? How many, how many carries did he get? That's what I'm asking you. How many touches would you give him? How many touches would I give him? I mean, yeah, given everything. I mean, hamstring injuries, you, I mean, it could be on anything, though. I mean, how many touches would you give your franchise running back? Quit avoiding the question. How many touches? Oh, very, your game planning. It's a very ambiguous question. It's not. All right. How many touches would I give him? Yes. What What is the situation there? Are we, are we a, it's a close game we, against the Colts. We end up losing. games under 500? What, what is the situation? It's week 10 against the Colts. Okay. You have won three games. Okay, three games. And you so are three and three and six. Yeah, you have a close battle with the Colts. Okay. Where you potentially have the chance to go down Oof. and drive the field to only have Rashad Green fumble the ball on the final drive in the red zone Sounds to lose all the too game. Real. So okay. How many touches would you give Leonard Fournette? Until he tells me he can't. So you would go off of how many? I love how you just avoided this question for five I wouldn't minutes. As, I mean, All right, as let's long, move on. As, no, okay. as long as so the player says he this, can go, okay. why wouldn't you? Any normal person well, no, what's wouldn't wrong give. With that? What's wrong with that until he says he can't? Because well, I mean, a player. I'm not going to give him 40, but as long as he says he can play. As if long, a, a player's going to have pride, and he's going to be like, yeah, give me every ball, every touch. You have to know that going into it. You can't give the guy 15, tw- 20 carries. You can't give the guy 26 15, carries 15? and six pass attempts. 15. Yes. And you and people are talking to me about yards per carry, but this guy we drove Fournette into the ground. That's her. Over thirty-three touches in your first game back after missing eight well, straight weeks. The Bills, the Colts, the Colts, week okay. ten. Oh, that's right. You're right. They you're just right. like I remember thinking it during. And he played really well. He did he play did really play. well. That was his best receiving game of the yeah. year. But you look back and you're like, we should have won that game. The, the refs. That was well, no, cool. Rashad Green fumbled in the red zone. That's what happened. They was down. It wasn't, he was not it was, down. They reviewed it, it and he wasn't. No, wasn't it not a catch? It, it was, was a catch. There was they something. Ca- no, that they ref, called it that wrong. Trash. They called it wrong on the field. I will field. never forget that trash refing. I'm sorry. Anyways, they, yeah, they called it yeah. wrong on the field and they replayed it. it and he, he had. The, I mean, he defined the rules of a catch and he fumbled the ball in the red zone. But in that game, there was that one that it was. Didn't they have that controversial catch as well that he bobbled it and then dropped it after we? There was two controversial catches. It was, okay. okay I know the rest were bad in that, but yeah, horrible, the bottom line is that horrible. this offense has made no bones about it. They're going to run Fournette into the ground. Yeah. So, I kind of feel bad for the guy because they're kind of using him like they're not thinking That's about what the, the future. contract is for, absolutely. I hate that, though. Thank God. But think about the future but, for this I guy. Mean, All right, well, let's get into some depth yeah. at the running back position. And uh, this question, there we have two questions about who's going to be the number two guy. Okay. The first question comes from... Pete, and he's at Coach L Tweets, yeah. and he says, when it's all said and done, what back do y'all think gets more snaps after Fournette? Before you answer that, Italian Jag at Joey Jaguar 98 says, who has the second most carries this season behind Fournette? Okay. It's got to be Ryquell, right? Really? Has to be. Bluey or Blue? Now, Ryquell Armstead. Yeah. Alfred Blue? He did play well in spurts in Texas and and Houston. He's, he's been that with way a horrible time. offensive line. I'll give him That's that. That's a good point. But they did draft Rykel for a reason, and he does run. I, what I've seen, he runs hard. Well, I, okay, I don't want to get quite into Rykel Armstead quite yet, but I do want to address that maybe those two questions are actually different answers. Okay. So the first question was who gets more snaps behind Fournette. Yeah. The second question was who gets more carries behind Fournette. Okay. 
I think you might see Raquel Armstead get more snaps on than Blue, but I think Blue gets more carries than Armstead. And here's why. Because Raquel Armstead is probably our best pass protecting back on the roster. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. I, he was I mean, he was rated I, I can never imagine that. He was rated coming out of college as one of the best pass protecting running backs in the whole running back draft yeah. class. He had the second fastest forty time amongst running backs yeah. in the draft. This guy, I think, will be a nice third down back. So I think he'll play a lot of third downs, but I think Blue will get more early down carries spelling Fournette. Yeah. So I think more snaps Armstead. And I was on Treeb Talks, um, one of our boy Treeb Talk. I was on his YouTube channel earlier in the week. We were talking about running backs, and and I made this point. I said, Reichel Armstead is going to be that guy that at the end of the season, you're going to be like, man, I feel like he contributed a lot to our offense. But then you go back and look at his stats, and they won't impress you. Because okay. I think he'll make like clutch blocks. I think he'll have clutch third and long screens. And I think he'll do things that make himself separate from the rest of the pack, but I don't think the stats will be there. You think he gets that much playing time, honestly, though? I do. He's the perfect shotgun zone running back. That's what they ran in you Temple. You think going to let that happen? I don't think he would let it if it was his preference, but how many... I mean, the most games he's played was 13. And that was his best year ever. I mean, yeah. So who's going to get those other snaps? I mean, someone's got to be in there. I mean, Blue's going to get some, but he's not... Yeldon cool. played a lot. Grant played a lot. The yeah. Ivory as well. That's true. Yeah, and I mean... Okay. I don't think um, that group. I mean, it's all right. Blue played pretty well in spurts with that line. Ben, or Benny Cunningham, he played well in. Los but no Angeles. one played good in Houston. I mean, they had guys like Arian Lamar Foster. Miller. It's I been mean, a while. Arian Foster played pretty Lamar well. Miller. Lamar Miller was just never very good. He was. Fast. I thought he was good. Fantasy wise, he was straight, but no, he was never a very good running back. I mean, I think you're right, and there's a there's a lot that goes into it, but I think uh, Armstead. We have some. I mean, we haven't talked about what's his name is. Uh, who was the future contract we gave out? The former Seahawk was it Michael? Was Thomas Rawls? Thomas Rawls. What do you think about him? I mean, he was talented. Come into the. All right, league. let me ask you: How many backs do you think the Jacks keep? How many should they keep? How many will there's they no, keep? So there's no fullback. Maybe four. Okay, what four do they keep? Fournette, uh, Reichel, Armstead, Blue, Cunningham. So Rawls is making the team. Nah, that's the thing. I think Rawls and Cunningham fight for that last spot. Now, I mean, with uh, with Rawls being a future contract, he's got to play really well. I yeah, Cunningham plays. He's, he's apparently he's a really good special teamer. He's going to play a lot of roles. So is so is all the backup running backs. They're all special teamers. I don't think, but Benny Cunningham is like Alfred Blue's probably the best special teamer amongst the group. Benny Cunningham. He, Alfred Blue had Cake a block punt last year. Kick returner, punt returner, plays like Gunner and stuff. I mean, I but. Heard, Rawls does the same thing. Okay, well. he's I mean, Yeah, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I, and I don't know. I mean, but if you look at this. Okay, so. I'm not out there scouting every single day. That's just my well, I am. very good opinion. I am. So Rawls had no stats last year. Yeah. Didn't, didn't play. Cunningham had like 130 yards. Yeah. Have, going back to his Los Angeles Rams days. He, <laughs> but the Bears last year. Yeah. They were loaded, though. I yeah. ran it back. I mean, I, I think Cunningham gives you more in the receiving game yeah. than uh, Rawls. Than Rawls does, but and I think I Rawls think gives you more as a kick returner. No, Benny Cunningham is, is he plays kick returner, punt returner. So does Rawls. No, I think you'll see. I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. If Cunningham's on the field, I think we have a real problem. Okay, I do anyways. But I, I, another question you can bring it up was, uh, would Corey Grant be the number two this season? Before we get to that, sorry, it's okay. That's my boy. That's a good question. Taillights. We're going to get to taillights here. I love Corey Grant. Oh, boy. Um, we're going to get to him in a second. Before we do, we have to take a break. Okay. We're contractually obliged. 
I've used, the, I've used that. How many, how many times have we used that phrase tonight? A lot. Three We're, times, probably. That's it? Maybe. You did. You love that word. We're contractually obliged to put some commercials in. And I feel like our fan base has kind of started to like us as people. If you care about us as people, we have to roll in these ads real quick. So we have to do it. We are all over the place. And it's because of y'all. It's not because of us. It's because of you guys on Twitter, on YouTube, on all that stuff. So we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about... More running back talk? Yeah. How did you know? Rykel. Corey Grant. Maybe Corey Grant. Like Corey Grant. All that. Listen to these ads. Buy them. Subscribe to them. We'll be right back. All right. We're back to another Jags podcast. Episode 71. We're talking about the running backs today. We're also watching the fan, uh, not fantasy. This is the actual NBA yeah. draft. No Gator yet. No Gator Another yet. Another Seminole. Wait, hold on. No Gator. Hold on. We want to ask this trivia question to our live people listening. Hey, can you name the last Gator drafted? Oof. The last Gator drafted in the NBA. Can we give him a hint? He was arrested. Was he? Yeah. I, wasn't he arrested with Chandler Parsons in that whole? We're not in Orlando, bro. Probably. Yeah. He, he seems like he hung out. But the answer is Eric Murphy yeah. in 2013. Forward Eric Murphy. I cannot believe that. How long has uh, Donovan been gone? Four years? Three? Yeah. Damn. Four. Right? Sh- shucks. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you, would, you would almost rather Florida have some coach that just continually got them to like the playoffs yeah. and to the a- championship for 40 years and could never win it. That'd be the only I'm not thing talking smack that would Donovan. be. The Don- I love Billy Donovan. I'm a Billy Donovan fan completely. I love Billy Donovan. All right, that was a little joke, Mike. Martin One of my there. favorite players of all time is Udonis Haslam. So can't hate it at all. Mm, can't yeah. hate it all, huh? Mike Martin, zero for forty though. That does suck. <laughs> Poor guy. Someone on the radio was like, "It was bad luck." That sucks. And I was dude. like, "Dude, luck is like two no." Or- someone compared it to f- go to flipping the uh, a coin. 17 times and getting heads all 17 <laughs> times. How does that happen? I can't believe. It's because he's not it's a good... crazy, man. I, I heard someone... He is, though. Okay, I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about this, but yeah. the biggest thing I, I heard about him was that he was... Um, his batting approach in the regular season didn't translate to the postseason. I don't know. So, basically, he would he would have his batters sit there and take pitches yeah. and strike out on yeah. looks, but he would wear out the other team's yeah. pitcher. But apparently, sometimes but, that's good, though. But in the postseason... Make sure you're talking Sorry, to Mike. Mike. In the postseason, that doesn't work yeah. because the pitchers are attacking you. Yeah. And when you're sitting back waiting for balls and waiting to get on base, yeah. it doesn't work. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. So we're talking running backs this episode, and we kind of already talked about Leonard Fournette, and we want to get to our Twitter questions here. And Does he hit 2K all-purpose no. yards? All-purpose? Yeah. What was he at in 2017? Like 1,400? Uh, he was at 1,000 like, and like, th- yeah. Yeah. I looked it up today. How many do you think? He's not going to get as many. How many do you think Saquon had last year? All purpose? Yeah. 22? 2017. And Penn State? No, 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 no. At rookie year in the Oh, Giants. rookie year? Yeah. 2017. Okay. 2017 yards. Uh, 17? Yeah. 2017 yards. Yeah, about 17. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm with you now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no. So Saquon had 2,000, but that was an offense that ran through him. Yeah. We tried to do that they with Fournette. They had Odell. Fournette. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But he was a good player. 2K, Mark. I looked it up, the list of players that have hit the 2K all-purpose yards. It's pretty elite, dude. Like you. Uh, I mean, there's like 50 players that have done it, but like Todd Gurley's best year is uh, 2,077 all-purpose yards. So 
Yeah. All right. Uh, this next question is from Mike Yaziggy. Our boy. And he sent me how to pronounce his name, and that was not it. I've always known that. It's pretty common sense. What? How do you pronounce it? Yaziggy. No, that's not. He said it's not how you pronounce oh, it. Oh, shucks. I can't believe I said that one there. <laughs> Thank you. Dang but, it. But my boy Mike, who... Um, is a Florida State fan. Is a Florida State fan, but he's you know, honestly Jag. a nice guy. And Jag, I'm in the I'm in a uh, fantasy group with him. Yeah, and uh, we already had our draft as a sleeper league, uh, and um, I'm excited for that draft. I think my team's pretty good. I have right. Leonard Fournette in that draft, so if that makes you feel any better, okay, it's Mike Yazgi. Oh, Mike Yazgi. Hit him up. Hit him up if you need a home. If you need a house, yes. Hit up Mike Yazgi. Yeah. He can get you in a home at a cheaper price yes. than anyone. Unfortunately, he, he's a Magic fan as well. So fortu- take, he, kno- for so he knows what it's like to wait for something good. You don't want to buy a house. Has he waited for anything good? He's a Jag and Orlando fan. So. Yeah, he, he's, he can be patient. You don't want to buy a house. You don't want to rush when you're buying a house. It's the biggest purchase you're going to make in your life. You can attest to that. You have a beautiful home right, I, right Absolutely. Now. We're recording live on a yes. couch in mine. Good times. But if you need a, a home, Hit up Mike Yazgi, and he's and you can I just hit him. I've been mispronouncing that. I feel so bad. Yeah, I don't feel bad. It was too. But you can hit him on Twitter at Mike yeah, Mike underscore, and it's phonetically Yaziggy ninety four. Shucks. Hit him up. He will hook. I mean, he knows the area, and uh, he's a local. Yeah, he's a local. Yeah. If you're buying, if you're buying a house in Jacksonville, that's where we live. Yeah. I know we have listeners all over the the country, and the world, but in Jacksonville, hit up Mike. Yasky. But he asks, who will get more snaps at running back this season? Combo of Blue, Cunningham, Armstead, or Fournette by himself? Wow. So it was... Uh, Blue, Cunningham, Armstead combined, or Fournette. Of, that's a lot of running backs. Fournette. Or not when like one of them might not make the team. Fournette. Yeah, Fournette. What about touches? Fournette. What about snaps? Yeldon did play a lot in that, but a none, lot. None of them are on his even close to his. None are they even close to his level? Even blue? No, no. But I, really, I guess the question is: Do you see Fournette staying healthy? How good is Reichwell going to be? I think he'll and be how good. How healthy is Fournette going to be? That's the thing. Yeah. I think that's your question: Is health? Has he ever been healthy? That's like that's why none of us wanted him. I do love him. He's a cool dude. But would you take thirteen games like 2017? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is that bad or no? It's modern football. You take what you get. I mean, especially the running back position. Yeah. Especially for the way that they abused his body. Yeah. That's why you don't take him four overall. A guy like Fournette. Who, who did you want that year? I guess well, I can't make. I can't say much. I wanted. I was kind of talked into Solomon Thomas because he was that freak athlete. Yeah. yeah so it's I. Like, I wanted Fournette. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'd rather have had Dalvin Cook in like the second. Yeah, I think I was more of a Dalvin Cook fan too I, myself. I know a lot of people talk about quarterbacks. I don't really remember us talking about Deshaun, Patrick, nah, Mahomes. Yeah, any of them. I don't think Mahomes didn't have any hype. They people, were, people no. that say that we should have taken him, like no one was talking about. More him. people talked about Kaiser, I think. Yeah, I mean, I would have, yeah. I would have taken Deshaun Watson though. Yeah, I, I was a big Watson. Deshaun Watson fan. Yeah. Poor knees though. Yeah, but I, I mean. Any, yeah. I say snaps. I think uh, Fournette gets all of it. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he stays healthy. He has to. He knows he has to. I just can't get. I mean, do you think the fact that he has never played out of shotgun? I, mean, I already asked this, but like, no, hey, I don't think that matters at all. It's a different running style, though. Is like, it? if you watch these backs that run out of shotgun, it's they're getting the ball quick and they have to be patient to see a hole. When you're under center 
and you're playing running back behind the quarterback, you're getting the handoff and you're basically reading two gaps. AP's always been that way. He's always been bad at the shotgun. I mean, it's it's interesting to see what'll happen, and that's why a guy. Like, I mean, Blue wasn't a guy who put out at a shotgun either. Yeah, they both LSU boys. So I mean, Armstead really has been the guy that has the most pist- experience. A lot of pistol and shotgun. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to see. All right, we teased Corey Grant a little bit. Yeah, I miss my boy. And so we got a question from Zach Morgan, and he's at ZMorgan904. Yeah. And he says, if on the roster, would Corey Grant be the number two back? Yeah. Would he? I keep hearing all about this Liz Frank injury. Uh, did didn't Hollywood Brown not just get drafted? Like, what was he, 20th overall? He just had the same injury. So he's a small dude, he, and this is like a career He literally just got drafted top 20. So Liz Franks can be career enders though. I mean, it did. I remember I, how long Maurice well, Jones drew. Yeah, MJD I, I, had a Liz Frank for uh, a year and a half. What's his name from Florida State? Uh, Brandon Jenkins. He was supposed to have a big, big year. That's the first person I remember. The Liz Frank. Yeah. Um, Honestly, and here's what I think. I think that Corey Grant would have been a number two. He's a beast on man. this roster, but I think Raquel Armstead will be better than Corey Grant. Um. That's right. I think. I think he's got a he's a little bit bigger, um, faster. And he's definitely not faster. Corey Grant ran that like a four two, so he's definitely not faster, but better pass protector. Uh, Corey, Corey Grant, you Corey never Grant see was a Corey, pretty good special teams player. You never see Corey Grant get up to speed though out of the backfield. You see him on like special teams. You've seen him hit it. You remember all those fake fourth and down plays. That's what I'm that, saying. Like they're like he's an open field guy. I feel I feel like the open field guys and running backs are different speed. Like, what, like, like quicker like, than fast. Like or? Percy Harvin, open field guy. He was both, dude. There's nothing. He was there's both not a lot of players like Percy. But Percy was like an like an open field guy. Like you wanted to get him the ball. He accelerated pretty fast, dude. Get but that. then there's then there's running backs, and I would almost argue that Fournette is almost like Fournette oh. healthy is the guy you want. Yeah, of course he is. That's like, why we drafted him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 20, the year we went to the Super Bowl, he had the top two fastest speeds in the NFL at two forty. He's a freak. Yeah, that's yeah. What I think there's different types of speed. Yeah. yeah, Corey Grant's faster in the open field, but I think Raquel Armstead is better at moving laterally, seeing the gap, and hitting the gap yeah. and getting upfield. Okay, and that's why I think that. I mean, those are, I mean, Corey Grant was an undrafted gem we found. So, for what what we got out of him was, and he's a good player. He absolutely is a good player. Yeah. So, so. do you think he? Do you think he's the number two on this roster? Um, I think he could compete for number two. Yeah, I do too. But what is he? I mean, no, there's a reason that they drafted Raquel Armstead f- fifth round. There's a reason Corey Grant. I do love Corey Grant. Who knows? There might be a reunion one day. Probably not. That doesn't usually happen in the running back position. I'm calling it I've now. I've noticed. All right, so this question is from Patrick I Jackson. I remember bringing back Toby Gerhardt as well. What do you mean bring him back? Oh, you oh. No. That would suck. Who's your most hated Jag of all time? Who's my most... Oh, that's not even a question. I want to hear yours first before I give my good answer away. Wait, before you give your good answer away? Yeah. Because he's um, the number one unanimous player. Yeah, well, who's so the... So hated. Who's the free agent that talked crap about us? That's my answer. Yeah, what's his name? Hugh Douglas. Hugh Douglas, Hugh Douglas yes. Yeah. Hugh Douglas. He literally put his Twitter profile. It was uh, played in New York, vacation in Jacksonville. So, yeah, he I, I can't stand him. And then he beat his wife on ESPN, so that's super awesome. Yeah. Outside of him, who's your most hated? Free agent signing? No, let's just say Jaguar of all time. Oh, Jaguar. Sorry. Um, it's a tough one. 
Um, I don't like hate a lot of players, but like once they're gone, like I wasn't like sad to see Cyprian gone, Reggie Nelson, but most hated. Um, that's a tough one. Who do we hate? For me, it was more about how I felt during and how I felt after. How I felt during, I did not like Byron Leftwich. Why? I don't know, because I just had some... It was some... never his fault. It was Jack Del Rio's fault, if anything. He couldn't control a locker room. I mean, I feel like you give that same excuse to Bortles if you wanted to. There was no competition. Byron left. There's a reason. All right, so you remember the the Patriots lost that Byron uh, Leftwich broke his ankle. David Garrard led us to the playoffs, and they ended yeah. up starting. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that's on Del Rio. I mean, I think Gerard, a lot of times he proved... But I think you could have said... This, you could say this, I mean, when you look back in history, you could say a lot of Bortles was on Gus Bradley, couldn't you? Yeah, but there was never a backup quarterback that was competing. Like, Gerard was winning these games. He brought us to the playoffs a bunch of times, played well in spots. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I like I liked Leftwich, but I mean, that slow release... So, that slow release... It's never going to happen. No. Never. And, and I knew it. Yeah. So, that was during. I would say... After the fact, Justin Blackman. No, I don't. I feel for him actually. I mean, he's got obviously got a disease. He was a. We loved him, him man. He, that's what I'm he, saying. He loved football, and um, that's what I'm saying. I loved him so much when while he was there, I was so disappointed he didn't pan out because I would have bet my life savings that he would have been a good NFL. I, wide I wonder receiver. how much that girl dying put like pressure on him. He, I, I always see that interview of that girl dying of cancer, and. The way he's been since, man. You gotta fill, fill people in. Who was this girl? It was uh, during his senior year. There was like this E60 about a girl dying of cancer. Was it like a Make a Wish Foundation? Yeah, Make a Wish okay, girl. Yeah. And Justin Blackman, she ended up dying like that year. And we, I'm not gonna say the person's name, but we've talked to a buddy that played with him at Oklahoma State, and he just doesn't have the love for the game anymore. So it could be from a lot of issues. And we didn't do a good job of scouting. Apparently, like the the alcohol issues were well known. So that doesn't make. Yeah, I mean, he just had so much potential. It's so sad to Blaine see. Blaine Gabbert passing to Justin Blackman. What could have been? Blackman was... Unfortunately, they both were not very Blackman good. Blackman was one of the top players of like what could have been. That one game, versus, there was two that he had. It was like uh, two. It was uh, Texans, 250 yards, and the Patriots yeah. for 200. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was awesome. I was so hyped for him, and yeah. that's why he's my like, we, after the fact. College, oh my God. He yeah. was so good in college. Yeah. Blitnikoff winner. Yeah, man. I mean, Back-to-back Blitnikoff. Yeah, I mean... It his... does not work out well for us. <laughs> yeah, but that's the only thing, because he was so good, So man. good. But... So did you think of yours by now? I'm mean, giving you. I don't like hate. I don't really minutes. hate them, but like, who do I hate the most? Um, I was never really a fan of Kyle Brady for, for like unrational reasons. I don't remember why. But who were who were mean people? Dante Fowler was just kind of a, a not nice person. Um, not h- hated. So I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where you you I try forget not to be about that, that that guy that hates the players. Like that's. I mean. Not like hate, like in no. I feel you disliked. Sense. I feel yeah, like yeah. Um. All right. Yeah, I feel you. But yeah, probably what's his name? Hugh Douglas. Hugh Douglas. Yeah. So that's unanimous. All right. So this question is from Patrick Jackson, and I feel bad because Pat always gets like the last question of the podcast because his questions are good, but they don't really like fit with like our conversation. So he ends up being at the end, but we love his questions the most. So it's like a we feel bad, but it's like we love his questions kind of thing. But he's at radius underscore. Johansson. And he says, I'm confused about the Telvin situation. 
If he said he's taking a year away without pay and we've accepted that, how can we then fine him for not showing up and his no-show was pre-agreed, right? I don't think it was pre-agreed at all because they haven't talked to him. So why can Telvin get upset then? I think... By what grounds does Telvin have... He's not upset. I don't think he is upset. He didn't say anything about him being fined? No, he said it's all love Jacksonville was actually his... Tweet caption or was it after he was fined? Yeah, he, he he that's how it came out. I saw it was a he uh screen he took a picture of his fine. He said it's all love Jacksonville. It was in his Instagram story, so he could be very sarcastic, but I mean, what a weird situation. Mike here is a huge FSU fan, and he's probably loved Telvin more than anyone yeah. I know. Yeah, so give us your insight on the Telvin situation. I mean, we we've talked to Florida State fans like. It's it's not the Telvin we've seen. He's always been like the hype leader. You've seen like the halftime interviews he does. He's he's always one hundred and fifty percent. So it's obviously something pretty serious. He's got. I hope it's not CT. I'm not gonna speculate. Obviously, I don't know much, but I hope he gets it right. But the way he hasn't spoken to the coaches is all. Is he gonna come back by training camp? I keep saying that. Do you think he comes back by training camp? I don't think he comes back. I don't think he ever comes back. You, I, by choice or by us not letting him, him not wanting to. I can see a situation where he tries to come back next year and he's totally fallen off his game and he's just pathetic. And he, he's and still then, young. He's like 27, 28 right but, now. But, I mean, this is a high-skill demand. One year sport. off is still. That's I, I big. It, it happens, yeah. I mean, you look at guys that are training year-round yeah. with being off the game and they yeah. come back and they just get Ooh, injured. How does that affect Le'Veon Bell? He hasn't played in a year. That I'd be interested to see his durability because, yeah. like I was saying, his injury concern is the biggest thing for people that take time off. It's not so much does their skill drop off, like probably not. These guys are so training. There's no, there's no healing over that year at all. You don't think that works that way? I think that you get soft. You have to like keep. It, it's kind of like let's say you, let's say you work at a hospital mm-hmm. and you're there every single day and your immune system's like fights fights these pathogens day after day after day. Then you take eight months off mm-hmm. and you come back, do you think you're going to get sick when you come back? Probably. Probably. Yeah. And it's like, it's because your body's used to doing this day in and day out. It builds up like a system. Okay. And when you come back to football, you can be working out in the gym all day long, but until you're taking live bullets, Jess shots Brian your knees, took like four months off until look what happened. Yep. That's what I'm saying, you can't dude. simulate that practice. It's, that, it's uh, not so much that the skill falls yeah. off. It's like, you're just not the same person. Your body. Like, yeah. yeah. And so... I I I hope the best for Telvin. I love Telvin. I do too, man. I, I, look, good dude. Always I good. love Telvin, dude. Like you said, he's the 150. percent He's the energy. He's Ten the toes hype. down. He's always said that. He's the dude. Him and Miles Jack in your linebacking yeah. core is like what you want in a linebacking core. God, we'd be so good this year. With it, him. That's but like you said, man, you just have yeah. to worry about his like brain at this point. Yeah, maybe his fa- his brother did die. I think it was 20. Yeah, so. Life's hard, man. So it I try is. not to judge too much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And uh, we we pray for him, and we hope that I hope he comes back, man. He's I'll yeah. never well, <laughs> him pointing at Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell after that. Uh, and getting flagged for that. Oh my god, that was one amazing. Of my, one of the greatest seasons of my life. One of my favorite members. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. No, that was good. Well, that was funny. Before we end, Anid Amian on YouTube We're says, ending. "What Anid Amian? That's his name." I need a mean. No, we're ending. Before we end. It's early. What are you talking about? We got to take a break if you want to keep going. Okay. You want to take a break and keep going? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna t- this is apparently going to be a long pod because uh, 
I guess running backs, right? I guess yeah, we're going running backs. Okay. So we're gonna take a break. Yeah. And we'll be right back. So we'll be right back. Before we get to our YouTube question, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back in three minutes. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back to episode sixty-one of another Jags podcast. We were like on sixty-nine <laughs> two weeks ago. Seventy-one episode seventy-one of our Jags on, podcast. Bro. Mike wanted to extend the ep- the episode a little bit. Yeah. Brought to you by our beautiful sponsors. Overtime oh Network. Who was this magic pick one more time? I keep looking at his name. What was it? Atini? Or what was it? Oh, man. Shamu something. <laughs> Shamu Atini? Sorry. We should trade picks. They were both horrible. Evan Fournier had an interesting tweet about how, like... He's going to Europe? He hopefully? said, like, not for long or something oh, like that. Geez. So, I'm thinking that Fournette's going to be packaged with the pick and they're get sent to maybe the Knicks for... Mario Hazania. <laughs> this is a Jaguars podcast. We're going to get a lot of complaints about this not being about the Jags. Locked on Magic Jaguars. Locked on Magic. This is going to be us soon. So what did you want to add about the running backs? Fernand, he's getting hated on so much. I mean, we've heard about Foles stopping over at his house. How well do you think he'll play with Foles? I don't know, man. I don't, I've never seen Foles work with a back that wasn't a receiving back. I mean. In this situation, I mean, he played with. Jay Ajay was pretty good with him. Garrett Blount was pretty good with him. Yeah, maybe. If, maybe so, is best is he is he a better version of Garrett Blount? But uh, he's a much. I mean, I don't would say a much better. Garrett Blount had a few good thousand yard seasons there. Well, Garrett Blount's a good black back, but nineteen the year, touchdowns one season, right? I'm talking about the year that he won the Super Bowl. Okay, what are you expecting out of Fournette versus what you saw out of? Is this LeGarrette the best Blount? running game that Foles has ever had? No. I would rather have Sproles and Ajayi, wouldn't you? With that offensive line? Yeah. <laughs> Take out the offensive line. Let's just say Sproles and Ajayi. Isn't that the best, offensive, isn't that best running Sproles, back group? I mean, I don't know how much Sproles played that year. I think he had like a torn ACL. and like a, It was Ajayi and Blount. They both played pretty well. No, not in 2017. Ajayi was traded in 2018, wasn't he? I think it was Blount and Smallwood. Wendell Small. It was Wendell and Smallwood. <laughs> 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 was, oh Jesus! It was Wendell Smallwood. Um, who else did they had? Uh, Josh Adams. Wasn't there like a Coleman, like Corey Coleman, not Corey Coleman, but like um, I don't know. They like yeah, Adams running backs. But yeah, so I would say he's pretty good. I mean, I don't know. Let me ask you a question. Do you think Doug Marone has lost control of the locker room? Are you talking about that athletic article? Yeah, Jesus. I mean athletic. That's your, that's your. I mean, I, I you're do, the biggest I, athletic fan I've ever do, met. Uh, the biggest. You are. I, I you are the biggest I athletic do. fan I've ever met. What do you mean? Was that, was that surprising to you? So the one person you know with a subscription is what you mean? Maybe. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, what was the question? Yeah, I'm sorry. Has Doug Murray lost control of the locker? No, I don't think he did. Um, I, uh, how many trades are we going to see with Jalen Ramsey? It's not going to happen. He's going to get paid. Yannick Ngakwe is going to get paid. Miles Jack's probably gone. That's so sad. I love Miles Jack. Hopefully, Telvin Smith's yeah. money goes into his. Yeah, I mean, would you who'd rather have Telvin or Miles? Miles Jack, of course. Yeah, only because he's younger and is playing right now. <laughs> I love Miles Jack. Yeah, I do too, man. There's no way they keep all three. Um, it's a lot of money. I keep seeing um, I see a lot of Jack's Twitter talking about Calais Campbell being gone next year. Do you think he's gonna be gone? I think they'll value Miles Jack over Clay Campbell. You think so? Yeah. 
Why do you think they draft Josh Allen and Taven Bryan? I think it's... Yannick Ngakwe. Maybe Yannick's gone. Maybe it's Jalen Ramsey and Miles Jack. I don't know, man. I mean, I like Ngakwe, but... Calais Campbell, the past two years, it might be the best two years he's had. All pro levels both years. Isn't that insane? Yeah. He's a beast, dude. When we paid all that money, when we paid all that money for him, I was like, "Wow, that's a lot of money for a for a D lineman." I mean, we didn't. I mean, it was pretty high, but I mean, what do you mean it was pretty high? Wasn't like fifteen and a half a year? It was like it goes up from thirteen to fifteen. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. He's such a beast, though. We, I mean, no, it's it's worth it now. But when we signed him then, did you think he's going to play to that level of what he's doing now? First team, uh, first team All Pro? No, not not any of that. Defensive end is so competitive. He got he literally he was first team all pro. He was first team all pro and second team all pro in the same season. He's a beast, man. I didn't know. I did not envision that. I thought he would be really I mean, he I thought he would be what he was in it in Arizona, a really good player. Like a fringe all like a fringe pro bowler and all that. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah. But he is aging. He is aging. Um Last, I mean, last year arguably was his best year. He did he was his sack numbers were down, but his run block or his run Defense was like maybe yeah. the best ever been. I mean, I just Marcel Darius is definitely gone next year. Twenty million dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just get concerned because it's looking like out of Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Fred Clark, Frank Clark, Frank Clark, pay. They're both paid. All those guys. I feel like Ngakwe is not as good as them, and he's gonna I get more money them than them. At all. You've have you? I mean, his pressure rate was down barely because his no, pres- not down. I'm saying compared to those guys. No, I don't think that's accurate. They are. There, he didn't have a he didn't have as good pressure efficiency rating. He didn't have as good he didn't have as many pressures as those guys. I don't think he didn't exactly have as many it. sacks as those guys. Exactly he was way it. worse against the run than those guys. And he's and he took it getting paid more than those guys. I saw I think it was JP Shadrick. They compared Oh, the guy who didn't know who Yarmir Yager was? I mean not <laughs> many people do. And it was it was their fourth year numbers compared to Yonix and they're still pretty good. Look at their first three years, man. Yannick Ngakwe, every single category, he's in that, the top but 10. That's because he had like an ungodly rookie year. He had eight sacks his rookie year. Or the, he had an ungodly second year. 12 sacks his rookie, so, sophomore but year. But last year was a drop-off. He had nine and a half last year. Yeah, but he was terrible oh against the run. Oh my gosh, terrible against the run. Yes, on, he man. was. Why are we just discounting his run playability? I think the interior was worse. I don't. Malik Jackson is gone for a reason. And the linebackers were worse too, but Ngakwe Telvin's was worse go- too. I think Tom. And, and in a, in a, on a team that the very worst he's at top ten defensive end, only because of his age. No, not on skill. You so you wouldn't. Yeah, pay, I you mean you're right. Him? He is on skill. You're Come right. On. But is this coming okay, from the kid that wanted? Okay, this I, is coming from the kid that wanted to take Hawkins and <laughs> ever Josh Allen. Everybody, I'm sorry. I want him to get paid, but it just it just makes me feel a little weird to think he's going to get paid more than Frank Clark and Demarcus Lawrence. What have I mean? Demarcus Lawrence has had two good years and has a back injury. Like why? Like, yeah, but Demarcus Lawrence is a beast. I mean, he's and got, I don't he's even, got more publicity. And that's, I don't that's even, all he has over Yannick and Godfrey. And I don't think he's being a cowboy. No, is being on the Cowboys. He's a better player. No, he's a better player. No. His PFF grades are better in every category. He's better. Oh, Mr. Anti PFF. Yeah. <laughs> well, here you go. And he's he's better across the board. I love Yannick. Pay him whatever. You, give him a hundred million dollars right now. I don't care. I don't know, man. I. I want Ngakwe as much as anybody. I just, I get caught. I get caught up with dude. He, he's so he's going to be the highest paid DN. Is he the highest paid DN? He's not going to be the highest paid DN. Who gets I paid did, more? Um, what does Von Miller, Von Miller make? will be re up soon. Okay. 
And he, I don't, he, and Yannick's not going to touch Khalil Mack money. Okay, so besides Khalil Mack, who is just a god, and Gawker's going to be second. Von Miller will get re-up soon. Talk in the mic if you're going to talk. Don't talk to me like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Von Miller's going to get re-up soon. Um, who else is re-up? Is going to get re-up soon. But he's in that. He's in that. JJ Watts up for a contract. He's not going to get paid that though. He played. He had 16 sacks no, last year. He had year. a good year last year, but he's not going to get what Ngakwe gets. Nothing. JJ Watt will. I don't think so. With his injuries, because age and injuries. That's what I'm saying. Like, man, like a part of me wants to kind of roll the dice on Josh Allen. Nah, you can never have too much pass rush these days. That's it. He's he's literally the Josh Allen is going to be the Fowler role. What's the difference? He's on a. Because Josh Allen, what if Josh Allen can be the Ngakwe role? Why not have both? Because then who's going to... Calais Campbell's gone in the next year or two. But do you need a bigger guy on that end? Change your system. We've already... They changed the big end role. The, the but then you have they, to change your tackle. You have to change your linebacker. You have to change how deep your safety wh- wh- lines wh- up. What do you, All that changes. What difference tackle would they have to change? Your strong side end. You okay. get bigger? What, what do you mean? Yeah, what makes Clay's Campbell good is the fact that he can take yeah, on a course. double team and the fact that he can take on a blocker and keep his okay, shoulder think free. About, think about the um, the 2007 uh, Del Rio teams. You had those big John Henderson, Marcus Stroud. Who were our defense ends? They weren't big. They were those lean, fast pass rushers. Those, but I mean, your linebackers were guys like... Uh, Daryl Smith. Daryl Smith. Uh, you had uh, Mike Peterson. Yeah. You had those big the linebackers. That could, system. Yeah, that could yeah. fill the gap. And so I'm saying you can't system. be small the, everywhere. We're, we're small everywhere. But tell me, John, you don't think we're going to get bigger? Ooh. Come on, Quentin. Josh I'll, Allen taking those snaps? Quentin, Quentin Williams. Quincy Williams is small. He's like 5'11". Come he's on, a, man. He's a, that's <laughs> what I'm on. saying. He could be our we, outside linebacker. Look what the Patriots did against, okay, the, okay, okay. against the Rams. Got big. They yeah, ran the ball down their throats. If you get big against the Jags, what are we going to do? Jake Ryan came in. We've gotten bigger. One knee Ryan. Who was that defensive tackle we just signed? Uh, the old, uh, um, the first rounder from the Packers. If uh, he, he makes the team, I'll be surprised. He's got some talent. He's a big boy. All I'm saying is we're not big anywhere. I think we have. We added him. We added some big boys. Jake Ryan, middle linebacker. Those guys are going to play less Miles than 20% Jack. of snaps. Jake Ryan's going to play more than 20% of the snaps. Is he? How healthy is he? If we can count him, if we can count on Jake Ryan being 100 percent healthy, he'll play at the max 33 I mean, percent. If of the you snaps. talk to some of the locked on people, he's starting stop. right now. Stop. You're saying stop. I know we're deep into the podcast, but we can't start that now. <laughs> Just saying they're gonna, he's going to start. Is all I've heard. He's fantastic from everything I've heard. I'm rooting. Look, I don't want people to get confused with. I'm rooting for the best. I just haven't seen certain things work, and I'm a, and I'm a. I'm a. I'm gonna be cautiously optimistic until I see certain things work. Playing small on defense, I haven't seen work. And if we replace Clayus Campbell with Josh Allen, and we're still small at both linebacker, both are gonna be on the teams next year. They'll both be on the team. Campbell and Allen, you yeah. think so? Yeah. Getting Campbell back. Yeah, I think he'll get restructured. So a Boye, dude. The the salary cap is a myth. We've seen that time and time again. It's not that it's a myth. It's that these owners can go into luxury if they choose. They can rework it. I'm, I mean, yeah. I mean, when's the last time team? I mean, how often do you lose a player because of salary cap reasons? All the time. Who? People could argue Khalil Mack got lost to the Raiders because of salary cap reasons. Because of salary cap, because of cash flow issues. Cause, yeah. Well, I mean, that's different. Yeah, I mean, it happens, though. Look at his haircut. Come on. 
All right. Well, anything else you want to add about the running back position? Um, I'm excited for net for with Fernet and De Filippo. Where's the highest you would pick him in fantasy? Um, I saw it. What was the tweet for PFF? He was top forty. I'm not gonna tell you. Tell me where you would pick him. I can't believe it was even a question. Him or DD Westbrook? That was never a question. Where would I take Fernet in a draft? Um. Well, I took Le'Veon Bell number one last year, so it's not saying too much. Nice, good pick. Yeah, and if and uh, remember that draft with Darren? What was that? A it was the first time we did. It was a uh, nope. Are you gonna answer the question? Where did Jacob Fournette? Top fifty. Top fifty? Yeah. So if you're picking twenty, would you take Fournette if he's there? Yeah, it just depends who's there. Wide receivers deep, running backs and all that. I mean, there's a. F- would you? Okay, so at what point? Would you not have to look at who's there and you would take Fournette? Who would you rather? I mean, I mean. It's like at what number? Fournette, would, I mean. If you're at 30. Someone has to get the touches in Jacksonville. I mean, it's not going to be our number one receiver. Th- if you have the 30th pick and Fournette's there, are you taking them without looking at the pack? Without looking at it? Probably not. At 50, are you taking Fournette without looking at the pack? Probably, yeah, because I'm a homer. What if based off of stats? 50? I think he's gonna do well with D. Filippo. I think he's a top twenty back this year. Of course, he's a top twenty back. PFF has him at twenty, or no? I'm sorry, PFF has him at eighteen. That's eighteen. He was only eighteenth player running back. Eighteenth player. Yeah, fantasy player. So, I would take him there. I am a homer, so I would take him top ten because I'm a homer. Top ten? Nah, I wouldn't touch him that early. I have a thing with taking Jags running backs. I'm willing to die on that hill, so I, that's yeah. not, I'm not. I'm not a good person to ask. We always seem to draft like 12th, and then we get the first pick of the second round. So yeah, I could see picking for net that early. Yeah. Well, I think it's gonna wrap it up for us. I think yeah. we're getting close to an hour here. Um, thanks for listening. We're gonna try to put another episode out soon. Sunday. We're gonna try to put an episode out Sunday. So we're gonna try to do this thing where we're putting out two episodes a week. Um, so be looking for that. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Another Jags Pod, Facebook, Instagram, Another Jags Podcast. We're on YouTube Live, Another Jags Podcast. Just Google that for the first thing that comes up. You can watch our live episode of us chilling on a couch, laughing at each other. Two dudes on a couch. Two dudes on a couch. Or you can just listen to it on YouTube, either way. But we're part of the Overtime Podcast Network. We're part of the Big Cat Country Podcast Network. Um, did Bobo just get drafted? They're showing highlights of him. So Jeez it's Louise. Looking like him. It's pretty late here. They're what are we, round two, pick 41? Seriously. Is this the G League draft? I think I might have missed it. Bobo will probably dominate the G League. He would. So, but 30, thank you guys. 30, 10, 10. Thank you guys for your questions. Thank you guys for your comments. Uh, send it to us, and we will make sure to read them on the next podcast. Be looking for it. Um, on Sunday or Wednesday, we'll be out there whenever. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, go Jags. Woo.